What's going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to the uh, cover price top. Well, not really ten, but it's the top shakers, shakers of the week that have been uh, sold over the last few weeks or so. So uh, this is like our third or fourth show. So we're getting into our groove. I got my man Otto, and you know, before we kick it off, you know, what we always like to do to allow you guys to congregate and ejaculate and whatever else the gate you want to do. So let's kick it off with a little Lord's theme music to get you in the mood. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, are you happy? Hell yeah! Twitter at the same time. I just can't get any views over on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch, so forget about it. We'll try it on Twitter. I don't even know how that works, but apparently I am live on Twitter right now. So I have about a thousand followers on Twitter. So shout out to all you on Twitter land. Everybody in the live chat, say what's up to my man Otto from the Grotto. What's up, everybody? It's good to see everybody tonight. Movers and shakers. That's great. It's fantastic. Thursday night. Love being here. That's right. This show is sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com where you can find sign up for a two-week free trial. And you can get the cover price top 10, which you do every Tuesday. And every Thursday, we do the top 10 shakers. There's actually 50 shakers, but our friends at cover price picked out about 10 nice little nuggets that we found pretty interesting. And different scene of shakers are ones. These are single issues that hit high sales that were recorded over the last week or two. So, and we try to do this every Thursday. The show is also sponsored by our friends at Rocket Comics. Go to Rocket Comics. Tell them the Lord sent you. Get 20% off your first pressing order. 10% after that. And right now they're doing some cool signings as well. Because right now, obviously, we're all missing out on conventions. So, uh, Rocket's able to facilitate your signature and submit it to CGC. Also, our friends over at the Geeky Swag Shop. Go over and get yourself a hoodie right now. Damn it, it's cold outside. Well, at least someone. I woke up this morning to another freaking fire. Can you believe that shit? So, um, no, it's unbelievable. 
I had a feeling, well, they said we were in red flag warning because it was windy. And sure enough, out in the canyon, I used to live like five minutes away from this fire, by the way, in Lake Forest on Mission Viejo. And a house just caught on fire. And people are speculating that they uh, they were using a generator because uh, the power company actually drops power to them when it's windy outside because the, they turn they leave the power lines up. And, you know, it's an older area, so they have power lines still. Obviously, in where we live, all our power lines are underground. But, yeah, I woke up smoky as shit and i could smell it and i was like man this is really getting depressing but anywho let's this show is also sponsored by our friends over at rock are at krscomics.com go over there and use discount code of lotlb to 15 percent off your krs comics exclusives they just had a really dope uh cover drop over the weekend it sold out this in about 15 minutes man it's uh it's one of those white light variants man so make sure you guys check them out they had a lot of cool stuff on the black friday sale as well so they're always doing a lot of cool stuff so make sure you check out our friends at krs comics also hey man this show is sponsored by our friend over at nemesis prime go over to nemesis underscore prime just like you see it there he's got mystery boxes for sale although it says 20 there's only nine left in each box, you'll get at least one 9.8 exclusive store variant like Paris Comics, as we just said. Also, maybe Frankie's Comics or the Comic Mint. Plus, four, uh, five raw books that are minor keys, limited to 20 boxes. You see what the grand prizes there are? A 9.8 first appearance of Silk, as long as some other goodies. So go hit up our man and hit him up on Instagram. I think my Prime is also in the live chat and hold it down with the wrench. So hit him up and he can give you his ID. But as, as you can tell, he doesn't know how to spell Nemesis Prime. So you have to put it in like that to be able to find him. And let's get right to it. I think all the bills are paid. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Toward the end of the show, we'll talk about the huge news that dropped today. It's all over social media. So I missed just talking about comic book, movie, and TV news. And I, I was talking to my man, Mikey, said earlier today. And the Lords, we're going to go back to scooping again, and we're going to go back to just covering the news of the week, man, how we used to do. Uh, things are starting to loosen up now, as we could tell this week, right, Otto, with the, especially yeah. the Hawkeye stuff. So, um, you know, uh, our friends over at the Pressable Defects, they do a great job of doing the weekly news. We used to have a, a show, believe it or not, four years Get ago. Get out of here. That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> we used to have a show four years ago. What we just do is just talk about good old comic book news and stuff like that. But now, you know, to be honest with you, this, this cover price show started on March 12th. I just looked it up today. It kind of saved this channel because that was right in the middle of the shutdown. So we had something to talk about because remember, after the shutdown, Hollywood went into shutdown. So, you know, comic books are, are where, is where we started. And thank God it's what kept this channel going. So uh, without further ado, let's get right to the list. Shall we, Big Otto? Yeah, we got it. We got number 10. We're ready to shake on this one, right? Boom. Drop it. There you go. This is uh, the Young Allies, number six. This is the Art Adams, one in 15. You know, I was just telling Tim, I don't remember seeing this, but Tim said he does. And, uh, you know, Art Adams got a lot of flack for this cover, but because um, it's a very distinct style, especially how he draws the women. So especially we love this cover, Firestar. Um, it's, not, it's a very soft, nostalgic spot for Firestar. And we're not the only ones as it um, had a, a 9.8 sold this week for 700 bucks. So... Somebody's digging Firestar, and we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I can't believe that, book, man. man. So, you know yep. I, you know what we find in 2020? The common logic used to be um, older variants, as they went on with time, typically would get inexpensive for you, right? Variants had like a very short shelf life. Like we're talking two, three months, and there was obviously exceptions to the norm, right? The Greg Land variant, yep. typically variants attached to first appearances, you know, like the Greg Land variant for Into the Spider-Verse, that one, ah, I'm still bitter about selling that. <laughs> but now, 
I mean, 2020, all the rules of collecting has just gone out the window. Out the or window. would you say they're new rules, right? I mean, yep. it's just people are hypersensitive. People have, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people lost their jobs, but also a lot of people have who have kept their jobs haven't been spending as much because there hasn't been shows or, no or Hollywood news. Yep. I mean, it'd be curious to see when uh, we go full bore with uh, all the productions for Marvel and DC uh, in the movie side. Uh, you know, because we're getting tons of Disney Plus and HBO Max stuff. But once the movie starts, starts going and all that news of people's collecting will change a little bit, you know. But, you know, we, I guess we didn't never pay attention to it that much since we were kind of doing our own thing. But now we get to see what actually is moving the needle. And this is not stuff we're telling you to spec on. This is stuff that's already been sold. And then we're trying to analyze it and take a look at it and see uh, who knows. You may have it in your long box. But that's right. Young Allies, number six, the Art Adams 1 in 15 variant. A CDC 9.8 sold for 700 bonards. Good Jeez. Lord. All right, next up on the list. Look at that. It's doing over-under on Star Wars books. I'm going to place the over-under at three. It was four Ooh. on the Tupperware's top ten, and we smashed it, I think, with five. But you did. You crushed it. This I have never seen before in Ooh. my life. I say that a lot on this show, but this is the Dynamic Forces variant and the first appearance of Darth Bane, not to be confused with Cad Bane. You know, it's the Star Wars name, though. Freaking Star Wars, man. Sold for a massive... $2,500 in a CDC 9.8. Since, <laughs> so seriously, though, congrats to you, Star Wars fan, believe, who believed in these books for years as they have been passed on for the longest time. If you if just go look back last year, uh, or no, let's go back two years before two the years Mandalorian. Yeah, before the Mandalorian. And just think of all the do- Dark Horse Star Wars books that just littered dollar bin boxes. Oh, all over I the mean, place. They were tons of them, but now... You know, as soon as Mando kind of opened up, we saw, I mean, we were talking about it in our group chat today, how Dave Filoni is taking what was canon and what is considered legends, which is the expanded universe, and kind of dipped his toes into both. I mean, a a man, I saw our man Beyond the Blast Doors in there earlier. And uh, this whole conversation started because we were talking about the first appearance of the planet Tython that was mentioned in the last episode of Mandalorian. And there's a Legends first appearance, which is way back in Dark Horse. And there's a Marvel first appearance of it, which is uh, recently Do- um, Dr. Aphra number 40. So yep. it's a uh, basically a planet of the where the Jedi were born or the Force was born. Uh, but in Clone Wars, there was a planet called Mortis, but that's either near or there. But if you want, ask a man uh, behind the Blast Wars if he's still in there. He can tell you everything you want to know about Star Wars. So... Next on the list is Star Wars Jedi versus Sith. The Dynamic Forces variant. Man, I used to love Dynamic Forces, but I haven't. I don't even know if they're still around. I don't they? think so. I haven't seen it in a while. I used That's to go on their website and up. buy stuff all the time. I used yep. to love it, man. That was way before online retailers, man. Dynamic Forces. All right, what do we got next, Otto? Oh, we got the Ocho. We've got uh, another Star Wars book. So if you're ready for Star Wars, we're creeping up. This is uh, Star Wars. Oh, no, uh, no. Oh, I think I jumped. There we go. Here, now oh, I got right. you. Well, gotcha. No, we're going. All right. So we'll go to. Uh, <laughs> you already said no, it, so just do it. <laughs> no, the Star Wars? No, we got the uh, Superman Batman, right? All right. You can uh, do that one too. There you go. All right. So we'll do that. There you go. The. Uh, let's see. Move me back there. Right. There we go, buddy. All right. Wherever we're jumping all over the place. But I'll go with the uh, 
the oh, Superman. Hold on. Ga- Shout out to uh, Noah Gra- Gavel for a four ninety nine two super chat. Hey guys, two of your favorite comic book guys. Thank you very much, appreciate Noah. That, appreciate man. the four ninety nine super chat. Appreciate Absolutely you. Appreciate that. So, how about Michael Turner right uh, here? This is uh, Turner. Rest in Superman. Peace. I know. So gone way too early, man. Superman and Batman number eight. This is the San Diego Comic Con. 2017 aspen c cover version limited to a thousand say that in one breath my god so this is the international art of uh supergirl was used for the highly coveted superman and batman 4 the german variant then at san diego comic-con 2017 they use it on the rock raw cover being a little bit more accessible it's been increasing in price for a while Raws have been selling around 200 and a cgc 9.8 sold this week for 400 $49.99. If you would have bid that last penny, you would have got it, man. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, man. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Turner did a run of Supergirl uh, and did some great covers for it. And it's, what's interesting is it's Aspen, because Aspen is the company that he kind of helped uh, co-create. But after right. he passed away, Aspen still has the intellectual property for a lot of his art. So when you Love go to a, if you ever go to a convention, you go to Aspen booth, they sell a ton of like Michael Turner stuff. That's from Marvel, from DC, from everywhere. And every now and then what they'll do is they like, this came out of 2017. Obviously Michael Turner passed away passed long away. After, long before that, before but that. they're still able to flip them and put them on these covers. Uh, they sell a lot of cool. I mean, the Aspen booths are, are pretty big. Uh, you know, obviously fathom is, you know, some of the bigger stuff that came after early stuff with Witchblade. Um, you know, if you can, I, I implore you to go check out the Michael Turner documentary. I think it's on YouTube still, uh, but it talks about how he was the most coveted artist that all the image guys were after. Because remember, all the image guys had their own studios. So Jim Lee had his own. Uh, um, uh, Rob Liefeld had his own. Uh, Tom McFarland had his own. Each of them had, but they were all under the image umbrella. They all had studios under there. And Michael Turner, they all said, hands down, was their most talented artist. That just Way goes to show time. you how much even McFarland, you know, his own mind thinks he's the best ever said, deferred that saying that Turner was the best at the yeah. time. And in some of his early stuff in the darkness and Witchblade just, just blew your socks off, man. But there you go. Next on the list is Superman, Batman number eight, the Michael Turner Aspen cover C, the San Diego comic-con 2017. Next up, you guessed it, a star Wars book. <laughs> I yep. already linked the thing. But that's All it. right. This is Star Wars Darth Maul number two, the incentive David Aja variant. I'm going to just say the J is silent. I'm a, or David Aja variant, uh, however. Aja, yep. All right. This is the first appearance of Cad Bane. Remember, we just had the other, we just had Darth Bane. Now we got Cad Bane. Has been a pricey book for a few months now. However, it's got pricier with this week's 9.8 sale of 705 for a CDC 9.8. Man, Star Wars books are going nuts. They're just assuming all. They're starting to use Dave Filoni like they use Kevin Feige in the same breath. Correct. And Feige we trust is the most common phrase that we hear in comic geekdom uh, for movies. Now, they feel the same way with Dave Filoni and what he's doing with the Mandalorian, just absolutely killing it. And you best believe there will be more stuff coming out soon with Dave Filoni at the helm, or at least on the creative side of him and Dave, uh, J- John Favreau. They're going to be doing a lot of stuff on Disney+, Plus, guaranteed. Especially now, how would... We'll talk about it after toward yeah. the end of the show with what HBO Max is doing. But now, when you have your own streaming service, what you can get people's eyes on that just opens up other avenues for you to create content when there's a shutdown. And I can tell you right now, in, in Hollywood, they have special um, COVID protocols they go through. 
Um, it was just on the news where they have this flashy device that goes in and, and kills all the bacteria in the room. And Hollywood has been buying these units up. You, you have to see it. It was actually in an episode of like one of those hospital shows where they talk about it. It's this thing where it's like a, a, it's like a device that just emits this crazy frequency of bright light and it kills all the germs in the room. And Hollywood has been using that at their set. So it's pretty crazy how they're, uh, how they're still doing production. And they even do the social distancing where if they're not in the same scene together, they are housed in separate um, trailers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like on a Hollywood set. So very interesting. So who knows? What, maybe Cad Bane will come. Maybe. What did you, know? you coin it today, Tim? The Filoni verse, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a Filoni era. So you have Star Wars canon, you have Star Wars Legends, but Filoni has kind of blurred the lines between the two. Pretty soon it's just, you know, Wikipedia is just going to have to say the Filoni line. The Filoni line, yeah, some, that's right. Filoni line, Filoni verse, because they, they call it Star Wars canon or Star Wars Legends. So, But Filoni is now mixing the two together as uh, so. Here's the story, right? When Disney and maybe, you know, you guys can correct me in the live chat because you guys love to do that. But when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they separated canon and EU, meaning Correct. they took all the stuff that was Dark Horse, the novels, the comics, the video games and everything. And they said, that's Star Wars legend. As soon as we start our stuff with the Marvel or excuse me, the Disney imprint, that is now considered canon. And for the longest times that was considered canon. So unfortunately, the Dark Horse stuff got pushed to the side, but. Dave Filoni with Clone Wars, Dave Filoni with Rebels, now Dave Filoni with Mandalorian is kind of said, you know what? That's we have this whole rich tapestry of stuff. We should pull from this. And I think that's what Kathleen Kennedy was saying when she, as being the head of uh, Lucasfilm on the Disney side, said, look, we don't have tons of books and stuff to pull from. And obviously, us as comic book fans and Star Wars geeks said, no, you're wrong. No way. Technically, she was right, though, because she was talking about Disney canon. She wasn't talking about legends canon so you know i guess we can give her a break technically she was right she was you know parsing her words but feloni is now saying you know what well i'm going to take a little bit of this and i'm gonna take a little bit of that and guess what now we have the feloni line or feloni yep. air we got to work on the name <laughs> feloni verse i like the feloni verse all right yep. you know eh, can you say it i know star so you have star wars canon star wars legend we'll just say star wars feloni yep. the felonious one all right so star wars darth maul <laughs> number two the david aja Incentive variant, $705, but I digress. Next one, Otto. All right. Silk number one came in. This is Scotty Young finally getting some love right here. This is the Marvel Babies. So uh, this week, this sale was uh, $335 for a CGC 9.8. Kind of came out of nowhere with this. It was rather surprising. Earlier that day, a 9.8 sold for 115 which is more in line with what it was going for. So somebody either overpaid or knows something a little bit more than what we do. So... This you know, the big sale could be an outlier. However, keep an eye on it. You know, Scotty fans are quite loyal, and this could be perfectly legit. So, you know, our boys at Principal Defects at Comic Forge who's stocking on these Scotty Young stuff, keep doing it because you never know. So, um, so we've gone book, so. full circle on Scotty Young. So yep. when Scotty Young burst onto the scene, he was the rage. And as we've seen with uh Peach Momoko or you know. Matino or Delato, all they all are the flavor of the month until they get saturate the market, right? And you're right. going to see that with Peach Momoko, who signed an exclusive with Marvel. Her earlier stuff isn't going to, you know, it's going to flood the market. And man, Scotty Young had a cool premise, but man, they really kind of overdid it uh, until he did Fuck Fairyland, basically making fun yeah. of himself, you know, with yep, all those things. Great. But it's cool to see uh, Scotty Young getting some love again. I mean, for a while there, I mean, it was every variant Marvel would do. There was always like a Scotty Young. Um, yeah. 
you know, there you it's go. Marvel babies, I guess is what you can call it. Um, yeah. but you know, um, so silk, I, I love this. I think I do have this, but, uh, it's a good cover though. It's a cool yeah. cover. I mean, you know, I mean, you think Scotty Young is like a veteran of the game now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but back like 10 years ago, he was like, when he came on, it was like a different new kind of thing. And, you know, and, you know, I always refer back to Petra Moko is the 2020 artist, right? I mean, right. we'll see who the next one. I mean, before her was Art Germ. And now look at Art Germ. He signed yeah. exclusive with DC and his stuff. It just kind of went all over the place. But next on the list is Silk number one, the Scotty Young Marvel Babies variant. All I love that all red cover. All right, next one. Look at this. This is a surprising one to me, man. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't see this as often, but it's, it's interesting that this book is still getting some play. Next up, Moon Girl, Moon Girl, and Devil Dinosaur, number one, the Von Eden 1 in 25 variant. The Disney Channel animated series is in its final production stages, and collectors are getting ready by moving on this hard-to-find variant. It sold $200 for Raw this week and $800 for a CDC 9.8. Jeez. I guess you know with this when this announcement came out, people were st- were like wondering, okay, what are how are collectors going to react to Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur? Right? right? I mean, you know, you know, people already had it. Were like, you know, keep on buying them, guys. But people who are other did they get the uh, the Bronze Age uh, Devil Dinosaur Double book? Dinosaur. Yep, that's a that's a Kirby book, right? I'm trying to yeah, that's a Kirby book. Yeah, yeah, the Kirby book, or you get this series, and in, and it's going to be an animated series made for younger people. So it was I was interested to see how collectors would react to that news but apparently you guys dig are digging it anyway because it's 2020 so yep. this is 800 for a cdc 9.8 man people I, love dinosaurs to, either way you know i'm trying to remember if i have this i from all the moon girl covers have a tendency to just blur no i'm <laughs> sure you do because you were collecting these for a yeah, while i have the entire you know, run is what you i'm have saying the entire yeah. run. i don't doubt yeah. you don't have this. you better yeah. go digging in your long boxes because i'm sure yeah, you I have this i like digging in my own long boxes you know, <laughs> 2020. all right number five on this moon girl devil dinosaur i know you're really gonna like this next one Otto. yeah this was great this was surprising because we got an error variant right here this is fantastic for 110 That's and right. you know there there are people that love error books so for years a green error was relatively cheap it was simply a mistake uh, with the wrong colors mixed together, giving most of the characters a green tint on the cover. However, prices go up as copies dry up in the collections. And this is exactly what happened to this FF book. So when a 8.0 sold for $930.99, raw copies have sold for less than 150 but it's with this new market, it's changing. So you can see everything's green on it. That's where it is. The dyes were wrong. And, you know, we have talked for years on Lords of the Long Box about the, what is it, the discontinued comics, Tim? Or Recalledcomics.com. Recalledcomics.com. We have talked about them for a while. And there is such a niche of people who enjoy these kind of books. But, you know what, as a Fantastic Four fan, great book. I, I've never seen it with the green error. So, but just know that error I've variants are out it, there. You I've know? seen it once at a, at a, uh, at a convention and they want to Okay. Be, it's always been a hot book. It's always yep. been a rare hot book recalled comics has it on one of their rarer books. And it's just, you know, one of those things where it comes out of the printer wrong, but you know, you got to think back in the day, you know, there was a lower pr- nowadays they try to catch this stuff and they, yep. you know, keep it from coming out at all. Back then it was sent out. They're like, ah, you know, and then people said, Hey, these things are collectible because you know, they're came out of the printer the wrong way, but right. either way, this is, one of the more, this is one of the more famous error ones also comes to mind is um, <clears throat> the venom one where it was like the wrong color of the cover um like the venom from the 90s uh that, that i'm trying to remember exactly which that one was i mean we get to do a whole episode where we just go right. off of the recalled comics Recall website it. but I mean, there's a few a of them that collectors yeah i mean just because it has an error doesn't really mean that you know it may be collectible and we saw that uh i want to say 
last year, right? Every now and then something comes out and collectors just jump all over it in the first couple of months and then it just goes away. But right. these ones from the Bronze Age, the Silver Age, so on, they got a, yeah, Venom number one lethal protector. Thank you, Nemesis Prime. It had like an all black cover or something like that. And it's a lot of the other ones also that are had errors when they started, when the printers really started first doing special die cut or special embossed or anything in the 80s. There was a lot of these errors that came out because the printers were new to it. Remember our man, David Van Hook, the co-creator of Bloodshot, was talking about that, the whole printing process. So there you go, man. Good to see this on the list. Fantastic Four, number 110, the green error variant. Wow. All right, next up on the list, if you've been playing at home, that's right. We had Another it. Star Wars book. Star Wars Darth Vader number three, Adi Granoff, second printing. We talked about him a lot last week because of how hot his wife was, but because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was also on our list as well. Uh, but this one, obviously, with the Sokotano finally appearing, fans are now moving on. The characters that have also been rumored to either appear in The Mandalorian or have their own series. Dr. Afra is one of those characters. Her first appearance is moving quickly. The standard cover is selling near mint raw copies for $196. We mentioned a the purple fourth print a few weeks ago, and that's when we were talking about his hot wife and how how hot that was. Now you can add this red second print into the mix. It hit 295 for a CGC 9.8, which is roughly what the first print is selling for. Wow. And as we said, so 50, 50 bucks for raw. Uh, what did I say for a CGC 9.8? I didn't minimize my own notes. And uh, <clears throat> 295 for a CGC 9.8. And uh, like we said, we were talking about this earlier in, uh, you know, Dr. Afra number 40 is the first right. appearance of the planet Tython that was uh, that was referenced in the last issue of Mandalorian or the last series episode of the Mandalorian, which is the first appearance of that planet in the Marvel world. But it also has a first appearance in the Dark Horse world. So I wonder if they think they're going to see Dr. Afra. But, you know, what? this is one of the. When Star Wars got rebooted by Marvel, she was like one of the first new creations. I'm trying right. to think. Right? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. Like, she was, yeah, one of the newer characters that came out, if not the new one, just the newest of them. Yeah, I'm know? trying to think. Uh, if Before her, was there really, I mean, this is 2015. So, I mean, you know. No. Now, obviously, this was before people were really buying up Clone Wars and all that other stuff. But this was first appearance in a comic book not first appearance that was in a, a animated series or anything like that this was a first pure first appearance that i can think of in the rebooted marvel yep. uh, star wars world i'm trying to think of anybody else but she's the most the biggest one that comes to mind because you know obviously her and the evil droids so darth yeah. star wars darth vader number three the adi granoff second printing is back on the list well it was the fourth printing just get all the printings man they're all different colors just get them all so you don't miss out yeah. on anything Jeez, it's hard to keep track nowadays of my life. All right, so that was number three. We're almost there, boys and girls. What do we got for number two, Otto? All right, we're shaking at number two here. Get ready for this. This is the Cowboy oh, Ninja Viking. Say that ten times. Image 2009. It's been a while since we've heard any of this development, you know, with Chris Pratt starring in this. In 2018, it was reportedly it was reported as being indefinitely delayed. However, with Hollywood rolling along, there have been some conflicting mentions that it's still being an active development. Regardless, this book, oh my God, hit a big new high of $599.99 for a CGC 9.8. Somebody is banking on Chris Pratt being the Cowboy Ninja Viking superstar of this image book. It's not me. I don't know anything about it, but this is pretty wild right here. So 
maybe Hollywood's opening up and people, you know, you always talk about the secret cabal and maybe yeah. something's moving along. So who knows? I would, yeah. I mean, it's, it's 2020 and it doesn't matter what the project is. People are going to buy it. But remember a movie called Cowboys versus aliens. That was based yes. on a very, very, very low print run comic book. But that was in an era when people weren't specking everything that came out. Right? right. If you think about it, if that was the case, um, Men in Black number one would have been worth a lot more oh, than what it's worth now. Right. Um, so there you go. Uh, hey, shout out to that Matt DeVoe, who is from CoverPrice.com. He does all the research for us. If you guys have any questions about your cover price, uh, hit him up, and he's answering questions right now. So there you go. Matt DeVoe says, uh, pure gasso. It's taken takes an average, so we're fixing it. So obviously, if you have any questions about uh, cover price, hit up our man Matt. He's in the live chat. He's also, you can hit him up on the uh, Instagram on um, cover price. It's cover, C-O-V-R, without an E. And uh, they can help you out, man. So Cowboy Ninja Viking. You never know, man. You just never, never know. know. Now, because my thing is, if it's a one and done you know, then, you know, but if it's a franchise, then I think it's got a good chance, right? If you think about uh, one of John Favreau's few misses, I do believe with John Favreau, they did Cowboys versus Aliens, right? He was did. That, that, was that the name of it? With Harrison yeah. Ford? Yeah. was a Cowboys weird cowboy. And then uh, yeah. you had James Bond in there too, Daniel Craig. Man, that's a great yeah. cast. What the hell great happened to that it movie? It just bobbed. It just was played wrong. And it was, I mean, it's, you know, it's like a trade rack. It's not bad. You watch it once or twice. And but it's that not, book was one of know. the most scarce books ever i mean people really had i mean then again how many people find you know were buying cowboy ninja viking back in 2009 so uh there you go it's kind of interesting but you never know man i'm just if you come across it you know buy it but you know at this point collectors have so much information at their fingertips that you know it's 5.99 for 9.8 now so your only hope is you uh, go to a sh comic shop that's stuck in 10 years in the past and they pull on an overstreet price guide to get you price you something. So. Oh, God. And thank you. Be like, thank you very much for looking at that book. I know. Anytime I see a guy pull out an overstreet price guide to price my books, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, Let me yeah. go grab some more stuff. Yeah. Whenever I pull up, a, I, 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 I just hate it. Like, there's one shop I went to. I won't name it. But um, they threw a, one of his customers threw a brick at his head for a while. Uh, I brought a stack of books up there and I was kind of interested because I was like, how come these books don't have any price tags on them? And then uh, sure enough, I brought him up a nice stack and then, and then he starts going on eBay looking at prices. I go, out, peace, see ya. I didn't even bother asking why he was doing it. I said, I'm out, dog, peace. Because don't you want, I said, nope, later. I got, I'm going to Comics, Tunes, and Toys in Tustin, California. Peace out. Because somebody told me to hit this place. I should have known when I walked up to the, the shop, it was totally dark and it was in the middle of the daytime. So I, I, I was like, I kind of poke my head in. I go, are you opening? Like, oh, yeah, right. yeah. I just leave the lights off when there's no customers in to save on electricity. I'm <laughs> I was like, all right, this is weird. Then he goes, um, yeah. And then he starts talking to me. He goes, uh, he shows me he has a gun. I was like, that's okay. interesting. All right. And then he know. goes, yeah. He goes, it's a one year anniversary of when I hit in the head with a brick. And I was like, good Lord, this is getting really weird. I'm just yep. in here by myself. I was like, man, what did I just getting... walk into? I, I'm telling you, man, sometimes you, but you know, it's 2020. I kind of miss those weird interactions, but uh, shout out to that comic shop in Fountain Valley. You guys know who you are, but all right, let's get to Umero Numo, um, Numero Uno. Easy for you to say. Look at that. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh my God. Amazing Spider-Man number 316. This, of course, is... The ever so coveted newsstand variant or newsstand edition that collectors love nowadays, which are yep, second and third stands. prints. 
We mentioned how hot the first Venom cover was a few weeks ago. This week, with the market's love of newsstands, it hit a new high. $1,500 for a CDC 9.8. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Um, and uh, in 1989, yeah, I would say this is truly when newsstands really started to be a much smaller market Days as out. opposed to direct stands. 1989 was yep. the height, the height of comic shops. Comic shops in the early 90s were in such abundance. I, by my house, like we were talking offline earlier, I had two shops that were in walking distance of my house. Both in the same little strip mall, one on one end, one on the other end. And this was at the height where I just walked. This is what, and you know, I think all loaded about, with image books. It had everything. I'm yeah. one of the. I bought my Amazing Spider-Man uh, 300 from there. It was a wall book that was fifty dollars at the time. Wow. And I was like, man, that's a lot of money. But then uh, it was also an Aliens versus Predator uh, Platinum Edition. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I need to get that. That's twenty five dollars. Yeah. But this was at the time. Uh, so there you go. Amazing Spider-Man number 316. Uh, and I'll put us on camera now. So we, so this is at the time where um, anybody could be a distributor for comic books. I went to a man's garage one time and he called it a comic shop. Because uh, yeah. that's how he got his distributor license. And that was in part what brought down the comic book market. Uh, people like to say it was speculators. And obviously that it didn't help that they were flooding the market with so many variants and everything, but it was the distribution model that they had though. Anybody could be a distributor. I mean, it was crazy. I would go to the weirdest looking places that were considered brick and mortar comic shops. Um, you know, and it was dudes that would be like, I don't have, it, but what's your number? I will call you back and I'll get, you know, cause every, right. there were so many comic shops in the Bay area that every mark, every one of them was trying to, uh, compete with each other. I mean, heroes in Palo Alto are heroes, which is in Campbell and Lee's comics in Palo Alto are two of the few that are still around. That was, uh, when I was growing up in the Bay area in the eighties, kind of amazing when you think about it, but there you go. That is the comic book shakers of the week, boys and girls. I hope it's you guys enjoyed list. it. Just just here you know what let me I, I will let me go through and um bring up some behind the scenes and uh so you guys can go and sign up for yourself because on the shakers list there are 50 books we only cover 10 of them and it changes daily so let me uh share my screen and you know what i can uh show you some of the other ones just a quick little screen uh is it up yet Otto? yeah it's up uh, I suck at this. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, buddy. I can do it. There you go. It's kind of, it's kind of all right. Uh, oops. All right. So uh, when you log in, first of all, there's a cool kick-ass newsletter. And here's the weekly top 10. Uh, if you have a free um, subscription or lower tier, you only get to see the first five or 10 books, right? But if you are a full member, and I think it's six ninety nine a month now, they just had a Black Friday sale. Here's the shakers list. And guess what? There's a ton of them. Love they them pull 50. And so, uh, and this list changes daily. So by the time our list comes out, this list may have changed already. Uh, so today's, these are the movers. This is number of units sold. There you see our favorite heir to the empire, hair to the empire, right? Hair, that's right. Hair to the so, empire. Yeah. Look at that movie. daredevil. Oh, so uh, the top the top 50, co the movers are different from the shakers as they're the top 50 comics with the highest amount of units sold in the last seven days. And it's typically where we pull uh, the cover price top 10, which is a, a bit of a list of newer books. Um, so that's up here on the top. The shakers are the top 50 comics with the highest sales value sold today. So if you can see, there's some bangers on here. So um, FF48 just sold for $4,500 for an 8.0. 
the aforementioned Star Wars number one that never gets love is creeping back up there again. Yep, First appearance of Ghost Rider, Marvel Spotlight just hit two grand on an 8.0. Look at all the Star wow. Wars books on there. That's amazing. Hey, that? my man, Doctor Strange is on the list. Yeah, there you go. I like that Transformers number one right there. Go look at the Thrawn Matina, though. That's interesting, Tim. Go down to that one right there. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, 9.8 just sold for oh, I got a that. thousand bones, dude. Yep, I got to dig that out. Yo, you yep. have that? I do, I do, because I was a I'm a huge Thrawn fan and a yeah, Matina so fan. Yeah, so that's and... that's a that's a Matina one and fifty variant. So yep. yeah, so the, it's rare. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's pretty interesting to see these uh, on this list because these are pretty new. Uh, this 2008. Hey, look at this. Look at that Playboy. Is that the first issue of Playboy? Yes, it, yeah, is. it is. Marilyn Monroe is on the first issue. So one thousand dollars for a raw playboy number one wow. and you think you have that playboy you know you're not this is one of the most collected magazines ever at all yeah. oh man good to see oh marilyn monroe so hot <laughs> uh look umbrella academy popping up on there some turtles that batman issue with that <laughs> yeah uh, bounty hunters there's ice cream man bugs, again right ice cream man. hey yeah, we talked about so this good. man yeah. this uh you know what i'm gonna just uh wax nostalgic on this for a second so we all remember this was D23. This was the D23, uh, <clears throat> supposed to be one per person variant that they were showing that was exclusive just to D23. It's Umberto, Umberto Ramos. And people kind of, you know, kind of say, hey, it's the first time Mickey appears on a Marvel comic and all this good stuff. Look at that, 1250 for 9.8. I remember I had this and I wanted it so badly. And it was a D23 exclusive. So I just, I'm sorry, I had to walk, wax nostalgic for a minute because we miss, you know, all the shows and everything, but lots of, uh, is that here you go here electro, this is very right topical right yes, look at that right. we are topical on the show you know what this is the first very appearance relevant. Of very relevant to what's going and you on should right. know why this uh, i won't spoil it for you since you know it was just came out on you know wednesday but or should i spoil it well I mean, I everybody think you, knows you, right you know about it right now because if you call I, your lcs it's all sold out yeah everybody should know so uh there you go so if you didn't know now you know um it's going to be on the second print. A lot of comics, a lot of shops didn't get uh, Daredevil 25 for some reason. Manimal and my shop didn't get him. So I'm actually getting my copy. A lot of people shorted it. Or didn't. There was something weird. No, there was damaged. Money. A lot of orders were damaged. Yeah. I talked to two LCS owners in, in my area, and uh, they were saying that a lot of their copies came in very damaged, so they have to send them back. So. That might be one of the one of the reasons, at least on the East Coast here. So, but. Yeah. So if you didn't know, Daredevil mm -hmm. twenty five features the first appearance of Elektra as the interim Daredevil, while uh, De uh, Mike Murdoch spends a stint from uh, for manslaughter. If you haven't been following Daredevil, <laughs> he's going to be in prison. So Elektra's like, "Yo, I need to go out there and whoop some ass." So uh, there you go. So it, they've already soliciting the second print where she's on the actual cover. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's all over the place. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, a shop that will not be mentioned has her on a virgin variant on their shop. So uh, they're going to, she's going to be all over the place. So uh, if you have missed the news and you haven't been following anybody's social media accounts and you don't go on Twitter and you don't talk about anything with anybody, uh, first of all, shame on you. Talk to some people. We're here for you if you want to talk to us. But HBO Max is releasing not only Wonder Woman uh, on HBO Max, but their entire Warner Brothers slate Crazy. of 2021. Huge so that means. News. That means Suicide Squad. That means uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Or yep, Godzilla versus Kong. Dune. Yep. Okay. I would argue that Godzilla versus Kong and Dune 
are films that have to be seen on IMAX. And it's you a shame. Right. And I call me a traditionalist, but I think movies should be on the big screen. I think that's what the director's visions are. But I understand that they still have to do this. But here's the thing. They'll be releasing him simultaneously at theaters and on HBO Max. So they'll get more subscribers. But hopefully... Uh, by 2021, the middle of it comes around that theater, movie theaters are going back to bu- normal business. But, you know, it just sucks because they got to kind of my movie theaters opened up and then had to close back again uh, right at the second week of or first week of November. Right. The outbreak happened right after Halloween and the movie theater shut down. But we got a full month of bliss where we we're just going to empty movie theaters. But I don't know if they can maintain. AMC has already come out and said they don't agree with this. You know, it's going to hurt their bottom line because there's a whole swath of people that would rather stay home than watch movies at the movie theater. So, right. I'm, um, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I'm going to do both. You know, I'm going to watch Wonder Woman 84 on Christmas Day with my family. And yeah. during Christmas vacation, I'm going to go see it on a big screen because there is something it's, to be said. Okay, to see think it. about Godzilla you and know? Kong. That yes. cries out IMAX. That has to be. That's I saw, all you. That is all I saw you. Godzilla, King of the Monsters on IMAX. It was a fucking incredible it was a spiritual experience I'm right. sorry, it was awesome dune also i think has to yep. be seen in, on the big screen wonder woman it there there during the marketing there was like it was filmed partly on imax so that means it, i mean there's probably wide shot scenes that had to be filmed in an imax theater so you know that's kind of that's big but uh there you go man so 2020 the hits that keep on hitting but yeah on to the streaming services is the theme of 2020 to 2021. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, somebody, or pretty much it was Jeremy Renner's account at this point now, um, they leak photos. Uh, our girl, Jamie's, uh, Haley Seinfeld. God, I can never yep. say her name. You know, the one that us and everybody else saying was going to be playing Kate Bishop, and she totally she denied is. it because of non-disclosure agreements. But, right. hey, there she is with her really old-looking bow. A purple outfit and pizza dog for the fucking rescue. The dog. Man. There you go. I predict pizza dog will be the baby Yoda of Disney Plus after Yoda, baby Yoda, Grogu. Uh, so, you know, yeah. you get, so pizza dog, if you've been paying attention, if you don't been paying attention, it follows the Mac faction run of Hawkeye. So uh, we got Kate Bishop, young Avengers, number one. And today variety reported, they cast six characters. I won't go through them all, but basically Yelena Belova, who's in black widow is going to reprise her role for Hawkeye. The Swordsman, wow. Avengers wow. 19, The yep, Swordsman early. is going to be on Hawkeye. Echo, who we talked about on this show here, we scooped it on with Mikey Sutton. It's been confirmed. Echo will also be in the Hawkeye, which shouldn't surprise anybody at all. She was one time a Ronin. She is mm-hmm. the uh, uh, deaf, I think, Latina, or Native American. Also, her father and uh, one other character. Uh, I think it was... Uh, uh, another character. Oh, Katie. Uh, um, Kate Bishop's mother is also cast. So yeah. they hired six people, some great actors for it. So start looking in your long box for a Young Avengers one, Avengers number nineteen, and whatever the hell appearance of uh, Pizza. Uh, I think Pizza Dog is in volume four of Avengers number. Anyway, I think that's a great book to get. By the way, I think Pizza Dog will be the un will be the book that people spec on because they they love create little things. It's just like Grogu. When right. the first appearance of Grogu comes up, you guys are going to gobble that shit up just like yeah. you bought every piece of Baby Yoda, Funko Pop, right. and everything else. I think Pizza Dog will be the runaway hit character of the Hawkeye series because he's probably more likable than Jeremy Renner at this point. Right. Well, <laughs> it could be. And everybody likes their pets, though. You know what I mean? And even like if you think about it, even um, the t- the Titans, 
when they showed crypto in that one episode with crypto. People went crazy over that oh, too. Pe- so. Hey, people. Lo- hey, man. I was people I was talking to Mikey's son. I go, if they kill off uh, the pizza dog, people are gonna oh, fucking riot. Oh my god, you go crazy. I mean, you people remember when uh, season one of Mandalorian when uh, the guy from SNL they were beating Baby Yoda in a bag? He yeah, legit yeah. got death threats. <laughs> yes, right. Like people were hey, mad at that. Not even a real character, but you know, man, you know. People are just have attachment to dogs, man. You know, you ever see a dog die in a movie? I mean, oh, old yeller, man. That's old some, that's forget some, it. Everything, man. Yo, Hachiko, yeah. you got to see. Oh, Hachiko breaks my fucking heart, man. Oh my god, I can't even talk about it right now. All right, thank all you right. guys all for joining us. 146. Of you make sure you check out our man Nemesis Prime over on Instagram. He's got a mystery box, 115 dollars ship. It has one 9.8 exclusive online variant from KRS Comics or one of the other guys. Plus five raw books on our minor keys and plus the grand prize, which is the first appearance of Silk and these other bad boys on here. So go check them out. Uh, Otto, where can they check you out and what you got coming up next? You got, got it, next? man. We're all pretty right in the basement. We've got a big show planned tomorrow night. We've got our good friends Lou and Amy from Ages of Alaska coming out tomorrow night. Hilarious at couple. Hilarious. Uh, they're fantastic. I may so say they're... Amy may be more uh, entertaining than Lou, I may but say. Then, you know what? I think, you know, we really know who runs the house here. It's the queen of the <laughs> throne right there. So, yeah. you know. So Amy and Lou are joining Three Men in the Basement tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern time. So please jump on. And uh, we're going to talk comics, Black Friday sales, all that good stuff. I just dropped a video. I spent $99.97 on Black Friday, so see what I got. And next Friday night is our Christmas party. with Three Minute Basement have been playing this for a long time, so keep following us on YouTube. Please sub up, comment. That's so weird you know. that your bill came up to $0.97. Cent. Like, How are they pressing well, the books? Here's what happened. I bought my friends who... Okay, so JNS Collectibles are my friends. They have they rent a place in a, a storefront property, right, in an antique shop. So they do their sale out of the antique shop where their books are half price, but they still have to charge you the sales tax. So I'm not necessarily like buying it from him per se. You know what I mean? Uh, so okay. They have to. No, because the that means they're not. They're like I thought they were pricing their books at four dollars and nine. Because mine, you know, my LCS just rounds everything up to the. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was. It's like a third party person that I go to. So it was funny. So I brought a hundred dollar bill, and then he gives me the three cents back. I go just keep it. In. So <laughs> that was a budget. That was a great video. So check it out. So three men in the basement. David E. Cave, Roger Levesque. We're having a great time. Awesome. Uh, what day is this? Uh, the Christmas party is a week from Friday. And then tomorrow night we are having the uh, we are having Lou and Amy from Ages of Alaska, eight o'clock. So join us then. All right, go peep them out, and uh, we'll, I will actually see you guys. Well, I won't see you, but we're bringing back the letters of the long box. So if you have a question, Great last peep episode. out. The, yeah, go peep out the video from Saturday. I'm going to post it sometime Saturday, Saturday, because Sunday's football season, so it's pre-recorded. But go check out the last video if you have any questions. We're going to bring that back. Me and Mikey Sutton are going to answer any questions you have about the MCU, the DCEU, HBO Max, uh, Disney Plus, Image, uh, whatever the hell account. Peacock, whatever the fuck. If it's comic book related, shout out to Gomez Comic Collector. Nice to see you in the last second, brother. Uh, but yeah, I will drop that on Saturday. But then again, we will come back on Tuesday for the Cover Price Top 10 and then the Shakers on Thursday. I hope you guys enjoyed us over on Twitter. We were live on Twitter. Uh Hey, yeah, look at that. I got like three or four people watching on Twitter. Shout out to all you guys on Twitter. But uh, if you want to check out the audio versions of this, go check us out. Lords of Longbox on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else you have podcasts. It normally drops a day or after this one. I'm uploading the podcast for the uh, Cover Price Top 10 right now as we speak. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Come again, pull up that from the top to the very last. Yeah, 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 yeah.
are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is